0: yo what is the upskis, everybody and welcome back to yet another episode of the gx wrestlecast i kind of i kind of fucked that one up just a little bit let's try that again let's try a little cleaner hello welcome back to another episode of the gx wrestlecast brother all right so fucking i don't know what episode this is let's just throw out uh 14 that's probably really wrong um yeah so anyway this is a really exciting week for me um I don't know why it's so exciting uh i would say maybe that was the wrong word uh a good week uh for wrestling so far now as of me recording this i've only watched uh up to. i've watched raw battle of the belts nxt and half a dynamite and dude i cannot wait to watch the second half of that dynamite tomorrow oh my god i just got off of work uh i had my day off yesterday and i got a bunch of shit done uh we watched as much wrestling as we can get in for the day we got halfway up to uh, AEW, and I cannot wait, we'll be talking, you'll be talking, we'll be talking about this in this episode, it's crazy that, like, yeah, I'm doing this in two parts for myself to make it a little bit less daunting of a a task, because if anyone out there who watched the last, uh, stop saying watch, dude, listen, listen, uh, you listened to the last episode, I cracked over two hours, and, like, yeah, um, that took a, that took a little out of me, I'm not gonna lie, I had to take, like, some water breaks and like uh, a a weed break and all that shit just like i was like literally exhausted i'm like dude wow i didn't expect like talking to be that exhausting but yeah it's kind of exhausting but um enough of that so yeah so i did say last week yes i i just want to throw out a little apology i did say i was going to throw an extra episode this week and review battle of the belts uh turns out the show was only it was only three matches and it was pretty damn short so i'm just gonna throw it in for the weekly review so let's kick right off into battle of the belts uh this is the third Battle of the Belts, apparently, I can't even, I don't remember the other ones, but um, yeah, let's just get into this, they've been hyping the show up, they kinda hyped it up like way too much, like I thought it was gonna be way bigger than that, I was expecting like a full pay-per-view or something, and no, it was just a fun hour, it was, it's not bad or anything, it wasn't a bad show, no, absolutely not, I was just, I wanted more, I just, I needed more wrestling that day, and I just wanted it to be more AEW wrestling, but it's okay, there's tons of other wrestling, I've been watching the G1 uh, Climax as much as I can, Um, I'm pretty new to New Japan, huh? Get it? But, um, yeah, I know some of the guys. Like I said in a previous episode, I'm a big fan of Will Ospreay. That guy is amazing. I love him. Uh, I'm not really good with the names over there yet, because usually when I'm watching it, I'm doing something or playing a game. It's something that I enjoy to have on in the background, because I don't want to sit there and take notes on every wrestling show that i watch because that kind of you know defeat that makes it more work like i enjoy like it makes it it's i don't know it's a two-way street because it's like yeah i'm sitting there like writing notes but it also makes me pay a lot more attention than i normally do when i watch it usually i'm like i don't know i'm in and out of the door it's like a revolving door like "Oh, oh Oh, I'm interested. Oh, I'm not, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, now that I'm taking notes, I'm, I'm checking out everything and looking, especially with the wrestling. Like a lot of the time that's when I check out, especially in the McMahon era there before Triple H came out because, um, dude, the tag team wrestling was so copy and paste. Like I can be like, Okay, and then within, like, the first eight seconds of the match, you'll be like, hey, he's going to get the hot tag, they're going to win. And then that's exactly what happens, and it's like, fuck. And then you're like, oh, okay, these guys are fighting, oh, for the eighth time, so they're going to do the exactly the same match that they did the last eight times. So, yeah, I could usually just zone out. But now it's a lot better. This has been such a flip, guys. It's it's insane. It's literally insane. Like, if you gave up on WWE um, and, like, you know, it's if, if you want to get back into wrestling, dude, now is a I think we're entering a, a golden era here of wrestling because a AEW has finally like AEW saved wrestling for me and for me like I don't know how like it probably saved wrestling for a lot of us out there because all that there really was was uh was a mediocre WWE product for the last who god knows how long like I left and I came back when I thought it was pretty good there in 2016-17 I thought there was a little it was good for me because I was gone for so long that's the thing about wrestling is that like if you take a break like um and then you come back maybe a year or two later it's actually really interesting again because now there's all these new storylines and all these new people you get to learn and all that stuff like it was for me in 2016 like i was like who's this kevin owens guy who's finn balor what the fuck is this who is this what's the shield like ah it was so cool like i entered at a really interesting time bray wyatt was like right in the middle of his his gimmick and i was like wow who who is this guy so all the new characters were really refreshing but seriously if you gave up on wrestling like now not only only is there AEW but now WWE is actually like trying I think now at least Triple H is going to try and compete with AEW and I think that's gonna be amazing and then on top of that New Japan is excellent uh, Ring of Honor is going to be back soon at some point point. I'm pretty sure AEW bought it or like that company company bought it or some shit impact is really underrated if y'all aren't watching it like i know it was bad but um i was there like oh om- not just not quite at the beginning like like a year and a half after like 2005-6 i got hooked on to tna and yeah i watched it like a lot dude like i got that's where i got hooked up on aj styles and fucking samoa joe uh Jay lethal shark boy and oh my god Ugh. Man, good times. Anyway, let's talk about Battle of the Belts 3. I'm sorry that I rambled for so long. This is probably going to be yet another two-fucking-hour episode. I hope you guys are okay with that. Like, I know um, I've said that the wrestling episodes do weaker of the two other uh, topics that I talk about. Um, which is fine I don't care like I just I, I have I watch so much wrestling dude I just need this I need to vent all my information and thoughts and thinks out so um, let's just fucking talk about Jay Lethal with uh, the giant sing guy and Sanjay Dutt who also I, I got hooked on in TNA Sanjay Dutt was legit in TNA man he was he was actually really good and he had a little bit of hair back then too um, Jay Lethal is going up against Wardlow for the TNT Championship I was like, oh fuck yeah, let's do this and let's get into it Wardlow eats a bunch of dropkicks, but they do not affect him at all He's just eating them and, bounce, and Lethal's just bouncing off him, great stuff uh, Lethal fakes a knee injury and takes advantage of Wardlow Lethal hits a dive and works the leg of Wardlow That is going to be the storyline going forward here uh, <laughs> The storyline for a lot of wrestling this week Wardlow tries the power bomb multiple times but Lethal keeps escaping in these like really funny ways. He's just like crawling underneath them. It was actually a really funny spot. It was really cute. Uh, Wardlow hits a massive clothesline. Just, we get the P bomb and Wardlow retains. Um, it was a pretty short match. I like Jay continuously escaping the power bombs. Like I said, that was a pretty funny spot, and uh, it was an okay match overall. I gave it a five out of ten. And yes, I'm going to review all three matches. I'm going to give them all scores. Okay, so this one middle of the road. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing great about it really. Too short. Uh, Dutton sing after the match attack Wardlow and he fights back. Kicks sing in the nuts. He tries to go for the power bomb on the seven foot sing, but it's no good. Sing grabs Wardlow and chokeslams him through the table. Will Wardlow ever be able to powerbomb Singh, do you think? I, you know what? I think Singh is actually a pretty decent, like he was a pa- basketball player. So I think he would actually be able to take that bump. But I think they're going to build to that. Like they teased us with it tonight. But uh, yeah, dude, I could, t- if Wardlow powerbombs him, the, the crowd is going to go absolutely banana, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely banana. Uh, next up was a uh, pretty, Pretty pretty good match here. I uh, have been really uh, become a fan of this wrestler over the last two weeks. She's really impressed me, and this match really impressed me as well. Jamie Hader with. Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel versus Thunder Rosa with Tony Storm. So, Thunderstorm coming out uh, for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, right out of the gate, we got Thunder rocking a cowboy hat and a jacket with all these, like, bedingles all over, you know, the bedazzles or whatever. And she's like, oh, just, fuck it, I was digging her look, man. She looks really good in a cowboy hat. Like, girls in cowboy hats, oh, goodness gracious, just put some butter on my tummy and, wait never mind just scratch that last part uh hater jumps thunder uh thunder rosa really early uh before the bell or you know you know how it goes they get that early jump and then like the bell rings simultaneously and yeah anyway that happened rosa goes for a dive through the rope but she is stopped by hater rosa hits a ddt to hater on the outside of the ring ouch baker takes rosa's title she gets distracted hater hater takes advantage hater Hard-looking knee to the back of Rosa's head, yeah, that really, I don't know if that, like, they didn't do, like, a replay on that one, but uh, it did look like she just fucking clocked her in the back of the head with a knee, so that's just never gonna feel good. Rebel gets a cheap shot in on Thunder, both women get in a slugfest with each other, Rosa gets the better of that exchange. Rosa with a brutal-looking dropkick through the ropes on Hater, followed by a senton. Very nicely done. And that dropkick through the ropes, man. Like, she absolutely just wrecked the back of her head. Just nasty-looking. Nice crossbody from Rosa is no good. Hater hits a mean backbreaker, then a brainbuster. Oh, I just love a brainbuster, dude. Like, every time they go up for a suplex, and like, just brain the bitch. Like, why would you ever do a suplex when you could brainbust a bitch? Like, come on. Britt... Britt gets another cheap shot on Rosa. Tony finally comes over to help. She's been out there the whole time and hasn't helped Rosa once. Like Dr. Britt is, Brit is over there just absolutely getting all the cheap shots. And, and, and she was just sitting there going, "That's fine with me, I'm okay with this, this is great. Uh, Britt and Tony go at it. Hater tries a counter, but Rosa turns it into a pin for the victory. Uh, like I said, I really enjoyed Hater's performance here, uh, and Rosa really, and and they both just kind of kick the shit out of each other. If I'm if I'm being honest, like they were not pulling back the punches. Rosa is a pretty snug wrestler; she she can be, and uh, Hater was was right there with her. Like I really actually enjoy Hater here. So this match is getting a seven out of ten. I I really enjoyed this match more so than I thought. Like Jamie Hater, I really haven't. You don't notice. It's always been Britt Baker. But I love now that she's getting a chance to shine. And she's been doing well, I think, so far. Okay, boys and ladies and gentlemen and ladies again. Um, here's the good one. This one, I like. I was going to watch this thing even even if there was only one match. If it was just this match, I'd be watching it. Because uh, Takeshka, dude. Um, this guy has exploded onto my scene lately. Uh, he's been on AEW Uh, And I think he was on Rampage. I think he was on both, but he had matches with uh, Eddie Eddie Kingston and Jon Moxley, I believe. Bangers. Absolutely fucking bangers. I was like, wow, this dude is unbelievable. And then he got a title shot uh, uh, against Claudio Castanoli for the Ring of Honor World Championship. And I was like, oh my God, that's going to be so good. Like, they're going to be, like, even, like, they haven't even fought before. This is going to be unbelievable. Like, these two are going to collide, and it's going to be good, but did they did they did they do it let's just find out let's get into this match baby uh both men right out of the gate uh explode at each other just full pace just oh oh i was like "Mm." oh yes right out of the gate i'm like oh yeah this is gonna be great i know it i just knew it uh some really impressive mat wrestling from both men that's getting a clap uh Takeshka powers up Claudio for a big suplex there nice diving Rana with then a clothesline from Takeshka uh, Takeshka hits a big old front flip dive on the outside. Just a thing of beauty. Gut wrench suplex off of the top rope from Claudio now. Claudio gives the crowd a giant swing. They're going banana. How many sw- How many swings does he get? We get 10. That's pretty damn good. I mean, I think i seen him do like, I think it was like 20 or something once at WrestleMania. It was absolutely banana. Big uppercuts from Claudio, but blue thunderbomb out of nowhere for Takeshka. We get a near fall. God, I just love the blue thunderbomb, man. I'm gonna say it every time I see it. Uh Takeshka's might be my favorite one. I'm sorry, Sammy, but um his is pretty damn nice looking. We get a frog splash there from Takeshka, but looked like he missed a lot of it. Like, looks like he kind of just got all arms, like no tummy. It was, um, yeah, camera kind of saved it there, but, uh, yeah, they replayed it, and I don't know why, because, yeah, he didn't get much of that. Takeshka eats a big clothesline, then gives Claudio a German suplex and clothesline of his own. Takeshka hits the knee, then nails the brain buster. Let's go, brain buster. Then Claudio is out at two. Oh my gosh. Claudio goes for the Ricola bomb, but it's reversed into a pinning attempt, and... A near fall. Oh, my goodness. Claudio hits some brutal elbows into a Ricola bomb for the victory. Holy. These two did not disappoint. This is a great match. They did not hold back here. They just went right out of the gate. They just went freaking nuts. Uh, Great technical wrestling at the start. Nice back and forth fight from from both men. Got in in some gnarly offense on both sides. Like, yeah, some good stuff there. Uh, The ending five minutes or so were uh, really insane. Like, I probably couldn't have got everything in there because the last i don't know if it was the last five minutes but at least three minutes were absolutely insane lots of crazy near falls this match this match is getting a 8 out of 10. Oh. That's a great one. That's a great match. Now, that might be a little, you know, a little bit biased because I'm a huge fan of Claudio and I'm now a huge fan of Takeshka. And this was kind of a little uh, sweetheart of a match, a little dream match for me already. I was like, oh, oh, that's just, I, on paper, It already, I just knew it was going to be so good. So if you think it wasn't that good, then you let me know. You tell me. Did you think it was better than an eight or worse than an eight? Or am I right? Probably right, aren't I? I'm right. I know it. Uh, show overall uh, was pretty good uh basically just like an episode of rampage but with more title fights uh wish this was a longer show though it was only one hour but they did get three title matches in there which is pretty impressive considering uh they all felt like they got the time that they needed except maybe the wardlow versus lethal match but i don't know wardlow doesn't tend to have very long matches because he usually just beats the fuck out of them so It is what it is it's uh it's still worth a watch though but uh not something you will hate yourself for for missing it like you could skip it if you want to but if you're a fan of claudio and you want to see him do his thing definitely check that match out because it was pretty damn good overall i'm giving it a six and a half out of ten if you are a fan of claudio or Takeshka, you'll dig the main event like i just said um yep pretty decent pretty decent. you know i just wish just wanted longer you know i'm i'm a sucker i'm a i'm a fool for long wrestling I wanted more, baby, but it was really good. I enjoyed it. Uh, now we're going to Monday Night Raw. This is in Cleveland, Ohio, and my, 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 uh, this is a fun show, y'all. This was a fun time. I um, Triple H is uh, really really doing well so far in my books i'm i'm really enjoying the product again uh, already like I, like i said like the spin the twist was so instantaneous i couldn't believe it like michael cole is free the chains are off the poor guy he's finally enjoying his job again for the first time in probably oh boy like 15 years like oh it's been a horrible time for that poor man i feel actually really bad for him <laughs> poor guy's been getting screamed in his ear every monday night for so long anyway we are kicking off Raw with Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. I'm going. I'm gonna nail that now. Uh, she's not Io Shirai. She's Io Sky, because that that's better. I guess I was fine with Shirai, but whatever. Uh, Bailey giving a huge thumbs down to the young fan in the crowd. That was very cute. Um, that was uh, just a cute little fan, and yeah, Bailey is so awesome as a heel man. Like, oh. It's so nice to see her in front of crowds, and, and, and she, she's already relishing in it. She's getting in the fan's face. It's fantastic. Uh, honestly, Bailey's makeup tonight uh, terrifies me a little bit. It's uh, very aggressive. The uh, it just if you see it, if you know you know you saw it you saw it. Uh, ding dong! Oh man, I forgot she did that. Ding dong is back. Gets huge boos from the crowd. That was awesome. Uh, they say are they are bringing back the hunger in the women's division. Fuck yes, and uh, I agree with that. I mean, these three women alone being thrown into the mix of the <clears throat> excuse me the current women's roster, which is pretty damn strong i must say it's not the strongest it's ever been but it's pretty strong um we just need sasha banks back and she may be back soon i don't know but once sasha comes back oh baby that uh that roster is going to be looking really tight with uh real jack baby real jack with uh, bailey dakota and now eo sky all back um yeah big booze from for the ding dong uh yeah i'm excited for uh for the, just seeing more Eos Sky, and like i didn't really get to see a whole lot of dakai uh dakota dakai dakota 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 i don't know um i didn't see her a lot i i dug her more i just dig everybody as a heel when they when someone goes like baby face the heel i'm always like oh you're so much better as a heel most of the time i don't ever i don't recall the last time i didn't like someone as a heel doesn't happen very often Uh, anyway, Bailey accidentally calls Dakota, Dakota Sky, but she recovers in hilarious fashion. She's just like, the crowd's like going, oh, and she's like, I know, I know I called her the wrong name. So (laughs) I just like that she gets ahead of it. It's, It's good stuff. Uh, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Bianca interrupt them. We get a big EST chant, chant from the crowd. Big pop for Asuka when when she speaks and does her weird dances. They're just loving it. Fuck yeah, Ohio. You, you're into it. Bailey issues a challenge for the six uh, women tag team match between the two groups. It's accepted by Bianca and then... All hell breaks loose. Oh, man. All six women going bananas and a brawl breaks out. It's just absolutely all women are just beating the fuck out of each other. Big dive from Bliss off of the barricade into the group of women women on the outside. That was wild. That was the coolest thing I've seen Alexa Bliss do in like three months. Uh, it cut it cuts off there, just ends. We don't get to see, like that they just continue fighting. I have no idea how that, how that ended. Just cut off for me. Uh, but wow, that was a really uh, awesome opening segment. I'm really happy to see Bailey in front of a live crowd again. She's fantastic. Like oh, it's so good that sh- we she didn't go back to babyface and she's staying like uh, the way that she was. So now she gets her up op- now she gets to work the crowd and oh, it's uh, it's gonna be magic baby. It's gonna be really good fucking entertaining shit. Uh, really excited for the women's division going forward. That's a thumbs up for me. Next, we get Seth Rollins versus Angelo Dawkins this time. He's coming out with Montez Ford. We get a shirtless Dawkins tonight. He always used to rock um, the straps, you know, just the little wrestling strap things. But And sometimes he pull them down when he gets really jacked, baby, really jacked. But honestly, he has lost some weight. He's looking real jacked, baby, looking real jacked. It appears Ford is having some form of seizure, talking to Rollins on the outside, trying to distract him. That was freaking hilarious. Uh, Rollins dives, uh, drives Dawkins' head into the turnbuckle. Ford flips out and brings a chair into the ring, but he's ejected by the ref. So Rollins is having a good old giggle about it. But Dawkins jumps in, hits a big old front flip dive. He doesn't land it this time, but still very nice stuff from him. Corey mentions that Dawkins looks like LeBron James with his leap and man actually doggins totally does remind me of lebron james with it he always he's rocking the headband and he's on he's wearing the cavaliers colors tonight so like yeah he kind of did look like old school lebron james when he was playing with the cavaliers cavaliers man i'm saying a lot of words wrong i'm sorry everybody maybe i shouldn't have smoked bowl but i was fi- i had a rough day at work y'all i needed that shit. you know how it do dog uh dawkins looking great getting some near falls on seth and avoids a couple of stomp attempts but seth hits the pedigreed for the victory wow solid match i love the little details here with ford leaving um Monta- or uh ford leaving uh dawkins on his own and him looking really good by himself so I I'm still don't like that they're teasing these two breaking up, but I think that's kind of part of the storyline. I, I don't think they're going to actually break these two up because it's money, man. The, the two together is money. You don't need to separate them. You need stronger tag teams, and these guys are one of your best ones, so please don't break them up. Uh, ultimately, Seth is too much for Dawkins, but I enjoyed this match. a 7 out of 10, and it's definitely got boosted up a little bit there for uh, Seth hitting the pedigree. And you know Triple H was like, Use my move. Is my fucking move, it's so awesome, and it is really awesome. It's one of the fucking coolest moves ever, dude. It's so awesome. After the match, Seth stomps the shit out of Dawkins, and Ford comes down for the late save. I'm enjoying the storyline so far between Seth and the Street Profits. Uh, let's see where this one goes. Hopefully, not a breakup for the profits, but this one kind of came out of nowhere. Like, Seth was talking about challenging for the title for Roman. I was like, yes, they're finally gonna do it. Like. S.H.I.E.L.D. member versus S.H.I.E.L.D. member. Fuck yeah. And then the Prophets came out of nowhere. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that's so random, but I'm actually enjoying it so far. It's pretty good. Uh, Just don't break them up, for for goodness sakes. Just show that they're both solid on their own, but they don't want to break up. They shouldn't. Uh, Next, we got the Mysterios and Edge are speaking backstage. Okay, that's old school because... Ray Mysterio and Edge actually were SmackDown tag team champions way back in the day in like 2002. It was wild, bro. It was wild. Like, Edge had some weird tag team partners. He also tag team, uh, he was tag team champions with Hulk Hogan, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah, Edge will be a champion with anybody. So don't worry about it. He did it with Randy Orton, did it with, with fucking, uh, Uh, hulk hogan i i said that all right damn it anyway dom gets really angry and shoves edge i didn't really catch what was going on there but he just out of nowhere just uh, he pushes edge and i was like hey don't you ever touch my Edge. Oh, my God, my water bottle fell. It's so heavy and loud. I'm sorry. Uh, Ray tries to defuse it because he knows he's known Edge for so long. They've literally known each other for, like, 20 years. Uh, interesting. Maybe we are going into an Edge versus Dominic feud, but that would be kind of lame. I want them to join forces and be the new brood, damn it. I want the brood to be a thing. Make the brood a thing. Make the brood happen, damn it. Hashtag it. Fucking send emails. Send emails. Snail mail. Do it all. Next, we get Champa and uh, the Miz. They're interviewed backstage. Champa has a U.S. title match later tonight against Lashley. Champa uh, dedicates his win tonight to the legendary U.S. champion of old, Harley friggin' Race, baby. Awesome old school wrestler. Never watched a single match, but he's still awesome. <laughs> Intense interview from Champa. I'm digging him, man. Like, oh yeah. Instantly, Triple H gets in there. Champa's unreal again. I love it. I was so scared for him there. I was like, oh god, you should have got out when Johnny got out, but. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I'm not saying anything about Johnny. Well, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about it. Ezekiel uh, next versus Kevin Owens. Okay kevin (laughs) kevin trips a little bit on his entrance and zeke tries to contain his laughter it was fucking hilarious you could see the big smile like instantly plastered all over his face he's like looking around and kevin's like shut the fuck up kevin is super pissed now and jumps zeke out of the gate a nasty powerbomb to zeke on the side of the ring ouch that looked really painful Uh, zeke is down and ref has to call for medical attention it's okay it's just a work folks but it does make Kevin look like a fucking beast. Like, I don't know, I don't even know if that trip was a fucking work. Like, who knows? Kevin is a master. He can make he can make that f- that f- that flip forward what? Slip? Goodness, slip. There it is. Got it. Nailed it. There it is. Thumbs up. Um, slip looked like a work. Holy. I'm just going to we'll move on. Next we get Judgment Day uh, Finn Balor with Damian Priest. No Rhea Ripley. What the hell? She's the best. She's the best part of Judgment Day. Fuck Finn. I liked you, Damian Priest until you hurt my wedge. How dare you? And, like, yeah, fuck you, Finn. You suck. You could have been awesome, but you suck. Uh, They need to say some words about Edge and Ray, but the crowd doesn't give one fuck. Just blasted with what chance, as always, because no one cares what you have to say, Finn Balor, and or Damian Priest. But Priest challenges them to a match in two weeks in fucking Toronto, where I will fucking be, dude. I have tickets to go to that Monday Night Raw. This um two weeks from uh whenever uh the 21st or whatever toronto canada my wife and i have tickets and we're fucking going to our first live show dude and i am going i they just they just announced that edge and ray mysterio are going to have a match and those are my two favorite fucking wrestlers like of all time ray mysterio is my favorite like he's the guy that got me into it and then edge like just just kept me going for so long and then yeah man like I can't wait to see those two live in fucking Toronto man and and on top of that if we have a really good time there which I don't think we we will have a bad time um we're also going to try our best to get tickets to the AEW AEW and Rampage are coming to Toronto as well and if and yeah we're hoping to try and get some tickets to go see that cuz it'll be AEW's first time and it's going to be fucking wild dude and on top of that that raw is going to be insane they, they haven't been to Canada forever. Like, this is the first, like, the pandemic before that. They haven't even been to Canada all that much. So, like, and every time it comes to Toronto, it's fucking insane. So, dude, I am so fucking excited. Edge and Rey Mysterio talk backstage. Rey assures Edge and Dom will be cool. Uh, we shall see about that. We move into Finn Balor with Damian Priest versus Rey Mysterio. Uh, but he's all alone. No Edge or Dominic. So he's out there all by his lonesome. Rey starts out really hot. Gets a nice dive onto Finn on the outside. Finn with assistance from Priest gets the Edge now. Finn attempts the three amigos. That draws massive heat from the crowd. They fucking hate that. Uh, Finn even does like, a cute little like uh, Eddie Guerrero uh, wiggle thing. I actually really enjoyed that. Uh, great heat drawing there from Finn Balor ray reverses the third suplex though and takes over with classic ray mysterio offense he's still got it baby uh ray goes for the 619 but priest takes the blow for finn he just takes the 619 for his buddy finn going for the superplex but it's fought off by ray and we get a nice sunset power bomb into the barricade on the outside like how does he still do this it's unbelievable priest interferes with ray mysterio and edge comes out and the two brawl into the crowd my my 619 is reversed by Finn Balor. He hits the kick into the corner. Ray is now in the drop zone, but Ray moves out of the way. Oh, yeah. Then Rhea Ripley shows up. There she is. That's my girl. Uh, she's got Dominic draped over her shoulder. He looks beaten up by Ripley. He looks all sorts of fucked up. He's got cuts on his face. He looks like he legitimately got fucked up. Ray is flipping out, Finn takes advantage, 1916 into the coup de grace for the victory, bleh, I enjoyed this match, Ray is still such a treat to watch, man, I, oh, I'm so excited to watch him live for the first time, dude, you have no idea, and Wedge, like, and Edge, I mean, sorry, I just keep calling him Wedge, that's what I call him to my wife, so, um, yeah, dude, um, Such a treat to watch. Crowd absolutely loved him. And Finn with one of the better matches he's had in a while. I'm going to give that a 7 out of 10. Thumbs up. That was some pretty good shit. I I know Finn Balor can go, man. Don't don't think that... I don't think he can... um, not go. I just don't, I have just haven't liked his gimmick and, and, and his speaking for since, like, he got back from his original shoulder injury, like, and all the, the demon stuff has been like, meh. The last, last time we saw the demon at SummerSlam, it was going so fucking amazing. And then they cut the ropes on him and like the lights went out and he fell and like lost. And I was like, you literally just buried him. You buried him. Like you had it right for once, but it doesn't matter, dude. Uh, this match was pretty damn good. Pretty fine though. It was Next, we get Tamina and fucking Dana Brooke. Oh, man. These two are teaming up, and this is... This, for me, is a fucking nightmare. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I am not a fan of either of these two. I I don't know how Tamina has been in the business for this long. Um, she just seems to never improve or just get worse, and she there's always botches in her matches. I have nothing against her, personally. She's probably a nice person. I say that every time about Tamina. Nobody is Mina than Tamina, but dude, she sucks, she sucks, and so does fucking Dana Brooke, she was fine until, like, she got into this. she's, I think she's even the 24-7 champion right now, but who gives a fucking shit, because she sucks. But thankfully, Bailey and crew talk shit about them. Io and Dakota are fighting them in the first match of the Women's Tag Team Tournament. Oh my god. Winner gets crowned, crowned new Women's Tag Team Champions, which have been vacated. So uh, yeah, they're having a tournament, baby. And tournaments almost always fucking rule. Unless they're Brawl for All. So here we go, man. Round one of the Women's Tag Team Tournament. We got t- t- no one's meaner than Tamina versus Dana Brooks. <laughs> Fart team, fart team, they're trash. No one's they're definitely not gonna win. They're going up against Dakota versus EO with Bailey. Any guess in uh, who's gonna win this match? Anybody? Do you think um you think uh, Tamina's got a chance here with uh, Dana Brooke over um yeah, didn't think so. Uh nice dive from Brooks onto EO and Dakota on the outside. EO and Kai show off the teamwork with a flurry of tag team offense. Very nice thumbs up. Uh, we get Bailey sucks chance from the crowd. She barely even did anything. Poor Bailey. She's just standing there and everyone's like, Bailey, you suck. You're terrible. You smell like fudge and stuff. Like terrible fudge. Like all fudge. Terrible. One of the uglier hot tags I have ever seen from Tamina. Just ugly looking offense. I'm sorry, Tamina, but everything she does in the ring looks bad to me. I I don't know if I just have, a, I have the stink eye for her, but I swear, everything she does uh, looks bad. But she does hit some wild elbows that, like, just... They're literally just wild. Like, some of them were connecting for real. That just look crazy. And a Samoan drop. I mean, that's in her blood. She has to be able to do that at least decently. And she does that. Tamina tries to hit a top rope splash. But again, just ugly looking uh, reverse from her. She tries to grab the leg. And, like, just fucking looks terrible. Like, thankfully, Io after that, she hits a perfect, lovely moonsault for the victory. Oh, boy. What do we do with Mina. Tamina, what are we doing with this? I just wish she could be watchable, man. Like without me laughing at her. Like I can't watch her without laughing anymore. Like every time she just looks so bad in the ring. Like I don't know if it's like a uh, it, it, what is this? What is this? You guys like get a hot kick out of this? Like she's been in the company for like over a decade, right? And she just doesn't get any better. And the worst thing about her, we don't I don't know what to do with her gimmick wise cuz she's not big enough to be a monster. And she's, like, not athletic enough or good enough in the ring to be... She sucks. That's it, man. She sucks. Um, good EO and Dakota have advanced in the tournament, though. Like, obviously, they were going to. You're not going to have these... Three women return and then lose to fucking Tamina and Dana Brooke. Oh, my God. Talk about Barry. Next, we get Kevin Owens. Uh, He is chased down for an interview. And Kevin delivers a a nice promo here saying there are no more eyes on W. There's more eyes, not no more eyes. There were no more eyes. But now, there are more eyes on WWE in in a really long time. And it's still the KO show. Oh, fuck, yes. Kevin, let's make him main event again. I love Kevin Owens, dude. I love Kevin Owens, and McMahon ha- does not see what he has in Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is one of the best talkers, and he's an unbelievable wrestler. On top of that, like, dude, Kevin needs to be on a, on a main main picture on Raw every single week. Uh, next, we get you uh, another U.S. title appreciation video package. They are trying to bring meaning back to the titles, like I said last week, uh, and they're they WWE's doing fine so far. Like, it's early. But these promos and the matches they've been setting up lately for these United States Championship matches, um, solid opponents like so far. Um, yeah, so we're going. In, um, yeah, we're going into the match now. Uh, like I said, uh, we're getting Champa. He's coming out with the Miz versus Bobby Lashley for the U.S. Championship. So people who aren't familiar with Champa would probably be like, "Oh, whatever." But dude, if you didn't watch him in NXT, like I, I'm like, dude, Champa is incredible he is an incredible uh uh, athlete he's an incredible wrestler he's an amazing storyteller in the ring if you have not watched his matches in nxt especially his nxt takeover matches oh lord we might have to go back one day and like review some of those because there's definitely like nine and a half like possibly tens in those those nxt uh takeovers some really good shit but Champa with the Miz, he's going up against Bobby Lashley for the US Championship. Champa wearing a beautiful Harley Lace Harley race robe to the ring. Very nice. That's a thumbs up right there. Big fight feel to this one. Stiff looking back elbow right out of the gate to Champa. That hit the button. Like Bobby Lashley knows MMA, and he definitely just clocked Champa right in the back of the ear. Ouch. Bobby throws Champa into the Miz. We get a dominator from Lashley. Nice to see that oldie back. But Champa out at two. Next, we get Gorilla Press reversed nicely by Ciampa into a DDT. That's a near fall. A spear out of nowhere from Bobby. Oh no! It's over. But the Miz is able to put Champa's foot on the rope for the save. And then out of nowhere, AJ Styles fl- flies out of the crowd to attack the Miz. He's he chases him through the crowd. That's funny. Uh, a roll up by Champa is no good. Miz runs into the ring while he he's still being chased by AJ Styles. That had me busting. Uh, Champa throws Bobby into the exposed turnbuckle numerous times. And a near fall after that. New champion, but no! Near fall! Champa locks in a submission, but Lashley beats out of that. Uh, beast out of that. Beat out of that. But that... <sighs> Let's try that sentence again, y'all. Sorry. Champa locks in a submission, but Lashley beasts out of that. Very nice. Champa hits a Widow's Bell DDT out of nowhere. Another near fall. The crowd is going crazy now. They're all in. Bobby hits a big slam, locks... Uh, th- <laughs> it's a big slam. Then he locks in the hurt lock, and Champa has to tap out. Damn it! I wanted Champa to win so bad, but I knew deep down that they're not going to take off a of Bobby Lashley just yet. But uh, they want to start putting more, uh, you know, top quality talent against uh, any champion. Like it doesn't matter if he's the United States champion. You can put a main event guy against the United States champion. That's not blasphemy anymore. Uh, but damn, that was a good, fun match, man. Thumbs up. So good. Uh, to see Champa, the old Champa, back again. He was excellent. He and Bobby had really nice chemistry. This is getting a 7.5 out of 10. Next. Oh, boy. This one's poop. Almost versus a couple of jobbers here. Please, Hunter. Please. Mr. Triple H. Can we stop with Almost? Or can we... Well, at least... Um, can we at least, like, change the gimmick? Can we not have this guy wrestling every week? Like, please? Um, at least the jobbers sold the moves well. It was a squash match. Boo. Boo. Two thumbs down. Maybe we get MVP MVP involved with more people. Maybe add Ricochet with Almost is what I've been thinking. And MVP, just have Almost as pure intimidating muscle. Because, like, he fucking sucks in the ring, man. So, if you just have Almost, like, add a dude. Add someone who's really good in the ring, like a Ricochet. And then have MVP as the talker. Because, you know, Ricochet isn't the greatest talker. Almost speaks broken-ass English. And he's terrible in the ring, but Ricochet's amazing in the ring. MVP can still get in the ring, but he's past his prime, but his mouth is where the money is. So make a stable like that. Get fucking almost out of the ring, goddammit. I hate it. I can't I can't watch that every week. And it's it's the it's always going to be a low light for me. Next we get Seth Rollins, he's being interviewed. He's asked about Riddle, and he's super pissed about that. He's just like, how dare you ask me about Riddle? He shit talks Riddle, even brings up his UFC relationship with Dana White. Oh snap! Good, entertaining promo from Seth as always. Definitely wouldn't um, wouldn't be able to say UFC the way Seth did under the McMahon era. I don't even know if they were allowed to say UFC. They usually say mixed martial arts or MMA. They usually won't say the company name. So yeah, I was like, whoa, he said UFC. That's weird. Uh, next after that, we get uh, Gable with Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Oh baby. Uh, that on paper had me uh, tickled in the in the pickle a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I laughed yet again at the shoosh. I'm probably going to get a shoe shirt for Raw. I think that's the shirt I want to get. We've been talking, my wife and I, for a while, what shirt we want to get. Because you got to go to, we can't go to the fucking, we want, we want to go to the show with a, at least a wrestling shirt on. Like, yeah. And I was thinking about getting a shoe shirt because it literally makes me laugh every single week. And like, yeah, it would be great to wear at work. Then people, I could just point at my shirt and they'll say, shoosh, and then they'll leave me alone. Well, anyway, this should be a be a treat of a match. Uh, lots of smooth, fast, technical wrestling. Gable hits a nice German suplex. Zig spikes Chad with DDT. That's no good. Gable working on the leg of Ziggler. He locks in an ankle lock. Uh, I feel like I'm going to burp, but it's not going to happen yet. Ziggler screams for mercy, but he's able to fight out of it. Dolph tries for a super kick, but his leg gives out on him. Ooh, nice selling by, by Dolph, as always. Gable locks in another ankle lock, goes for a angle slam. It's, reser- it's reversed by Dolph. He nails a super kick for the three count. Uh, Ziggler's leg is magically cured. He runs away from a pissed-off Otis, chasing him out of the ring. That had me giggling. I was like, oh, his leg was so damaged throughout the match, but all of a sudden he could freaking sprint out of the ring. Solid match though. Would love to see these uh these two going at it some more though. After that, we get Bailey and Crew. They walk past AJ Styles. He gives them like this really unimpressed look just oh disgusting uh but i have to say i've been really digging how they have been filming the wrestlers just walking past each other backstage lately it just gives it a more realistic feeling you know like kind of like the old video games when you can walk backstage and like talk to wrestlers normally like you know in the mcmahon era it was just like a fucking close-up camera on one person backstage and like you don't get to see like where the fuck is everybody where are they like are they like you never get locker room shots or anything rarely with like anybody in it or just hanging out like what what the fuck are they doing Anyway, I like it. Uh, next we move into AJ Styles versus The Miz. This is a no DQ match. All right, we'll take that. AJ wastes no time, starts hammering the Miz's head into the announcer's table. Styles clears the table, but Miz tosses him knee first into the steel steps. Wham. Tiny ball chance from the Miz's hometown crowd of Ohio. He's from Ohio, but like he doesn't he's not like announced from Ohio, but he is. And like, yeah, the crowd's saying that he has tiny balls. That made me laugh. AJ goes for some weapons, but he can't decide. He tries a kendo stick, nah. Then he tries a chair, nah, no good. Then he goes for the table, oh fuck yeah, crowd's like, "Mm, mm," eating it up, but he takes too long and the Miz jumps him. Damn it, no weapons yet. They fight on top of the announcer's table, Miz tosses him off into the crowd. Holy shit, that's a thumbs up. AJ sets up the table again, takes forever to do so, and Miz attacks him viciously with the kendo stick. AJ gets his turn now with the kendo stick on Miz, and he goes all out, smacks his body with his tiny little balls. What? Whoa, hold up. What did I just say? Did I just say that AJ smacked the Miz with his tiny little balls? No. Um, And he goes all out, smacks his body (laughs) with it, hits his tiny little balls, gets... Oh, my God. What did I write down? Miz and he goes all out, smacks his body with it, his tiny little balls get whacked, then a Russian leg sweep with the stick, ECW Sandman style. yeah dig? Wow. I need to work on my sentence structure. That was a fucking mouthful. <laughs> Styles nails Miz with a phenomenal forearm. One, two, and out of nowhere, Champa pulls the ref out of the ring for the save. Fuck yeah, Champa. He's all over. He's all over. AJ and... uh he and AJ AJ and fight near the table. AJ and the Miz fight near the table and AJ hits Champa with Okay. Uh, Champa and AJ fight near the table, and AJ hits Champa with the forearm. He goes crashing through the table. That was awesome. Miz goes for a roll-up, but no good. Style goes for a phenomenal forearm, but Miz throws a chair right into his face. <laughs> Holy fuck. Like, nailed him right in the face. Like, so freaking good. And like the look on the Miz's face, which is like, oh. <coughs> Oh, oh, he hasn't been hit that hard in the face with a chair in a long time. Skull-crushing finale, and Miz is going to win, but Styles out at two. Miz goes for the kendo stick again, but Styles hits a Styles Clash for the victory. Wow. That was a great match, man. Like, really nice to see The Miz show how good he is in the ring again lately. Uh, Love the chemistry between these two. This is getting an 8 out of 10. Like, I know it's The Miz, but, like, he can wrestle when he wants to. Like, he just hasn't been. But he can go, and AJ Styles will bring the best out of anybody. And if someone can go even just a little bit, oh, he'll draw out a great match out of you. Um, Yeah, we are shown someone after after the match uh, being... Like sworn by a, by security and ejected by security. Who is it? Who is that though? It's it's De- it's it it's Dexter Loomis. Holy! I think I just had a seizure right there. Holy shit! Though like. I think he apparently, I don't know, someone said something about him showing up on SmackDown last week, but I didn't see him there, but yeah, we Dexter Loomis is back, back apparently, he was let go not very long ago, and now I guess he got re-signed by the WWE, so welcome back Dexter Loomis, I have a hard time saying your name, I'm sorry bro, uh, but that got a holy shit out of me, um, yeah man, uh, the, the AJ Styles match was really good, that's a highlight, yeah, um, I didn't write down my highlights, so I'm just gonna have to go through and just look at the look at the thing. The Champa uh, versus Bobby Lashley for the United States that was a highlight. That's some good stuff. Uh, the opening segment was pretty fun, and the lowlights. The only lowlight that I have is just the almost being on TV every week. That shit sucks. I don't think we need to be watching. You know that guy in the ring. He's just not good. He's just not good in the ring, man. Like there's so we have had so many better, bigger more athletic guys like you just had keith lee dude and you're trying to pull this shit on me like dude keith lee are you kidding me uh, other than the almost squash match this was a very good episode of raw this is getting a seven and a half out of ten really good fun show great job triple h all right now we're moving off to nxt and kicking off nxt we get this like cool opening video segment it was like transitioning between quick little promos from a bunch of the different nxt stars NXT stars I really liked it though like it it would have been like I don't know it like really caught me off guard because it was it was so different and new I was like holy shit and like the fact that they have just like these little I don't know it was no longer than like 10 second little promos and like yeah you can't really make a you can't fuck a promo up that bad like if it was me they're like all right just cut out 10 second promo I'd be like And and I would yeah it wouldn't be very good uh, but no, I dug that. We'll see if they do that next week. Uh, that got a thumbs up from me, by the way. And then we move into a match. Kiana James versus Nikita Lyons. Uh, damn, girl. <laughs> Nikita Lyons. Yum, yum. Uh, Nikita is teaming up with Zoe Starks and the women's... Uh, The WWE Women's Tag Team Tournament. Uh, That's interesting because they're the only tag team coming out of NXT. And uh, yeah, so that definitely means they believe in Nikita Lyons. They definitely want to try and give her a push, show her a little bit on the main roster, show her on Raw and SmackDown, maybe wherever she ends up. And Zoe Starks. I don't really know Zoe Starks. I totally forgot about her because she was gone for so long. Uh, But she's good so far. I don't, I don't, I like her so far. I just don't know a lot about her. I don't remember her. Uh, But yeah, it's going to be the. Pretty interesting that they chose those two because they've never teamed up before, as far as I know. So anyway, uh, the match: Lions looking dominant out at the gate, but Keon starts to work the knee of Lions. Like again, I'm telling you, a lot of knee work this week. Uh, on the outside, Nikita misses a kick and kicks the steel steps, uh, further damaging her knee. Oh my! Kiona continues her attack on the injured knee of lions. Nikita goes for some form of ass slam in the corner, but misses it really bad, that's getting a thumbs down, I'm sorry Nikita, but yeah, and then awkwardly flips out of it, um, yeah, double thumbs down here, that was like a whoopsie and a double whoopsie there, just, woof, looked pretty bad, but after that little mess, she hits an impressive spinning kick, and the leg drop that she does you know she does the splits and leg drop it's very impressive for a woman that looks the way that she does and she wins so yeah Meh match from from them from uh, the two women holy crap i am falling apart at the seams everybody Meh match but nikita starts to build some momentum she has to look uh she has the look to be a star though like if you you know what she looks like she's a very pretty woman she has a lot of confidence she might be a little green in the ring but that's okay she's really young they can build her up but uh yeah she's definitely looks like she's going to be a future star for nxt here possibly in the wwe but she's definitely got to tighten up the wrestling a little bit no more mistakes like that nikita after that we get roderick is pissed as always that diamond mine is watching tape in the back and they're hanging out with apollo cruz roderick does not like apollo cruz So what does Roddy do? He challenges Apollo Crews to a match. Brutus is trying to break it up and Julius is like, oh fuck yeah, get it on, get it on. I liked it. I like that dynamic because like, you would think it'd be the other way because Brutus is like, you know, his name is Brutus. So you think he would like fighting, but no, it's the other way around. So I don't know, got a laugh out of me. Next, we move into Wesley versus Trick Williams uh, with Carmelo Hayes in a rounds match. So uh, this, is a, this was a little confusing, but I'll try my best to explain this. Um, it basically just makes sense if you watch it. Uh, but it's basically a boxing match, but WWE style. We get six three-minute rounds. If you get a pin or a knockdown, you get a point. Uh, both wrestlers are wearing boxing gloves. Uh, Trick Williams clearly has some boxing skills. He moves around and punches like a boxer does. And, uh, yeah, fighting... Uh, jesus uh uh, lee has fighting skill but he does not have the boxing moves that uh that trick has here the boxing between the these two though were pretty fucking lame it rarely rarely looks good when they try to uh box in the wwe does anyone remember brawl for all and that one they were actually like trying to punch each other and even that looked bad so yeah uh this didn't look good either but Lisa, lee somehow actually got the better of trick at the end of the first round even though trick is supposed to be the boxing guy so that was interesting the second round is gloves off and it's a traditional wrestling match now okay okay now i'm much more interested uh, trick gets the first fall and he's up one nothing Mello is putting something into tricks gloves after nothing happened in round three trick trying to hit lee uh hit the glo- what Tri- trick trying to hit lee hits the gloves but lee keeps dodging the shots and rolls up trick for a fall it's now tied 1-1 one, one. wow i really gotta work on my sentences uh but anyway Mello was trying to put something into trick williams glove and then he was trying to punch friggin lee with it but he just kept dodging them so nothing really happened there trick for th- uh and oh sorry lee keeps dodging the shots and then he rolls up trick for a fall now it is tied 1-1 one, one. Trick then hits Lee with a cheap shot. He's knocked out. Uh, Trick jumps on Wes, but he kicks out. Unique looking neckbreaker there from Trick Lee, but, or Trick, I want to keep calling him Trick Lee. <laughs> Tri- but Trick, from Trick, but Lee keeps kicking out, keeps kicking him, wow, keeps, Jesus, dude. Trick, but... Wow. Lee keeps kicking out, keeps himself in the fight. Lee battles back and knocks Trick out with a boxing glove for the KO and the victory. Jesus, if I can get that out a little bit better, you might have understood that better, but I'm sorry. I'm gonna work on it, okay? Once I understood what was going on, though, and uh, the pretty bad boxing part of the match was over, it was actually a pretty fun match. I liked it, though. It was a 7 out of 10. Uh, The boxing at the beginning was really gruesome. uh, Didn't look good at all the after once you know once we get to watch wesley do his thing in the ring it was good i like the idea um but again i just don't think them trying to do like like actual like mma and boxing like rounds is i don't know i just don't think it worked it would have been better if it was just a wrestling match because like the wrestling part was good and the boxing sucked so anyway Chase U segment next. We get Ariana and Thea. They're having a dispute that Mr. Chase says can only be solved one way, with a wrestling match. Thea is going to have her first match later tonight. Her very first match. Ooh, pretty funny segment though from Chase U. It's always good stuff, man. I love when he he just flips out and starts swearing. It's so funny. After that, we get Mello is on the mic now. He's pissed that Lee won, and he's pissed Nathan Frazier tried uh, to outmatch him last week. Nathan Frazier music hits, but... It's not him. It's Giovanni. Oh fuck yeah. I freaking love this guy. Oh baby, Giovanni removes some clothing. Oh fuck yeah. He wants a shot at the title next week. Oh fuck yeah. They talk some smack. Oh fuck yeah. And and and, and they talk they, they, they back and forth they go. Oh fuck yeah. And 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 it gets a little ha- out of hand. Oh man, I'm losing it again. They need to be separated. Oh buddy. Dude that should be a damn fine match that should be a really good match and it was a solid segment overall this gets a uh, a thumbs up as well uh next we're shown lash legend she she has been talking for about 37 straight minutes she was shown earlier talking to uh, malik blade and now she's shown again way later in the show still talking to malik blade he still can't even get a word in that's pretty funny i like lash legend man i don't i just i like her <laughs> Ariana versus Theo next. Uh, Her name is Theo Hale with uh, Andre Chase in her corner. Ariana dominating for the most part of the match. Theo gets fired up, though, by Chase U and gets it going with a nice spinning br- neck breaker. She <laughs> she hit an okay-looking standing moose salt, still way better than anything I can do, so there's that. Ariana fakes a eye injury, and then Sparta kicks Theo, then hits her finisher, which is a Wade, which is just like Wade Barrett's old finisher, you know, that, like, over-the-shoulder, and he just, like, kind of plops him down. Never liked it. Uh, but it is that. She calls it Wasteland. So, yeah. Fine match. Congrats to Theo on her first loss. So, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> Solo Sokola. Sowa Sokoa is told he will be out four to six weeks. He's got a banged up knee. So, seems like that's legit. So, we'll we'll see. Grimes shows up to uh, show his respects to Solo. After that, we get Apollo Cruz versus Roderick Strong. This also kind of tickled my pickle when I heard that was going to be a match. So, uh, let's see how good this one is. Uh, we get a feeling out process between the two out the gate. Solid chain wrestling here. Cruz hits a nice cracking chop onto Roddy, and Roddy hits him back with a couple of brutal chops of his own. Woo! Cruz go. I really like Roddy's chops, man. He has some of the nicest chops in the biz, I must say. Cruz goes for a dive off the top, but eats a diving drop kick. That gets a thumbs up. Roddy attempts a German out onto the floor, but he slips off the apron. Whoops. And he just gives up on that. He's just... I'm done with that. He tripped. He's he's upset, so he just trips Apollo. That was pretty funny. Good save there by Roderick. Back inside, Roddy eats a trifecta of dirty clotheslines, then a blockbuster off the top rope into a near fall. This is awesome chance from the crowd. Nice wheelbarrow uh German suplex from Apollo. That's a thumbs up. That was really nice. Roderick hits a gnarly backplex onto the apron. That's an ouchie. Strong locks in the stronghold, but Apollo launches Roddy out of the ring. My word, he just goes flying out of there. Finally, a backbreaker from Roddy, but Apollo pops up, hits the brutal gutbuster, then a massive one-handed slam for the victory. Hell yes! I knew this one was going to be a good one. These two really showed off the ridiculous gas tanks and and gave us a very good match here. This is a a 7.5 out of 10. I really enjoyed that. Lash Legend, shown again, she is still talking backstage, Mercy Woman, but Pretty Deadly appears, and they want to match with Malik Blade, and his partner, that I, oh, Anofi is his name, uh, already then, uh, I'm into it, I kinda, like, I don't know much about these two, but, um, I know about Pretty Deadly, sorry, I was talking about uh, Malik Blade and Anofi, but I, I watched, I've seen them a couple weeks ago, I think we saw them, and I did enjoy them, they're, uh, they're pretty damn good, just don't get to see a lot of them. Uh, next, we get to see Santos Escobar. He is seen driving to the show talking to Don- Tony D on the phone because they are got to meet alone somewhere and talk in private. Okay. Uh, next, we get the Creed brothers and Kemp are watching backstage. Uh, they're watching some tape again. Uh, again, Roddy blasts through the door like a freaking lunatic. He's losing his shit about Apollo Crews, and he smashes their laptop. Jeez, Roddy, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Next, we get Santos and Tony. They meet alone for a chat. They sit down at a table that shows up out of freaking nowhere. That had me and the wife laughing. We're like, where the fuck did that table show up? They were just talking, like, in the middle of this, like, deserted road. And then all of a sudden, they sit down at this, like, you know, a classic WWE table. Like, what the fuck? Anyway, they argue back and forth and set up a match for whoever wins leaves NXT. And also, if Tony wins, he keeps the legatos. If Santos wins, the legatos are freed. Tony also wants it to be a street fight, so thank God. Uh, the two men agree, and we have a match set. Okay, segment, I'm, ex- I'm excited for the street fight. If this was just a one-on-one, it'd probably not be that great, but Tony D in a street fight, that will be a lot better for the way that he wrestles. So we'll see how good it is. Santos is great. Santos is a good wrestler. Next, we move into uh, Tiffany Stratton, shown walking. Uh, then the lights go out and she has jumped she's screaming we hear a whole bunch of rattling and crashing and banging uh who is it well it's wendy chu with night vision goggles that's that's some good shit i am digging it i really like wendy chu uh beating down on on tiffany stratton that's fantastic stuff now we move into the tag team match malik blade and nofay versus pretty deadly out of the gate pretty deadly dominating blade as a team early UK champs Briggs and Jensen come out and Anofi is a house of fire very nice drop kick into a beautiful elbow off the top but the fall is broken up pretty deadly try to bring in a chair but Briggs and Jensen get involved all hail Briggs loose good lord have mercy mister Pretty deadly, take advantage, hit split, split, spilt milk for the, for the victory, that's their finishing move, that's, I didn't know that, I'd not too, I haven't seen much of these guys, because they're, they're in NXT UK for the longest time, but yeah, their finisher is called spilt milk, that is, that's pretty good stuff, pretty solid match overall, the Nofe was impressive, I'm giving him some claps there, I really like a nofay. After the match, Lash Legend finally comes out, and she attacks Malik and Anofe. And 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 what the hell, man? She was talking to them for like 35, 80 minutes, and now she attacks them because what? They couldn't say a word. So like, what is what's going on here? Is she joining with Pretty Deadly? Uh, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see till next week grimes is shown trying to leave the building but joe gacy and the weird duo ask him why he wants to leave or whatever i don't like this shit um just please make my grimy not a sad panda anymore i don't like cam and grimes being all depressed and stuff so let's get grimy away from this joe gacy crap because i don't really like joe gacy right now i gotta do something with joe or just i don't know what to do with this guy i'm not into it What do you guys think of Joe Gacy? You guys like this guy? Have you been seeing this guy? He's like a Bray Wyatt wannabe. Like, if you've watched Bray Wyatt, it's really hard to get into this guy, in my opinion. Uh, After that, we get Apollo interviewed backstage. He says he hates Roddy, but he's gaining momentum. And then Grayson Waller shows up. He says he ain't welcome in in 2.0, and he walks off. Well, that kind of came off a little bit racist, but whatever. Uh, Guess they will be fighting next week. Well, okay. That'll actually probably be a really good match. Mandy Rose joins the commentary team. She's actually pretty good on t- on commentary. I'm not gonna lie. She can easily transition into commentary after she loses her title or whatever. She could just be on the commentary team, and she'd probably be a really solid uh, addition to it. She sounds a lot like Stratus, but she's um she's really good talker, man. She's really solid on the on commentary. I would enjoy her to be on there more often, honestly. Um. Okay. Where was I? Okay, so we move into the match here. Uh, Cora Jade versus Zoe Stocks. Stocks. Zoe has some pretty awesome entrance music, I must say. I really like it. Some metal there. Uh, I really liked the NXT music when they before they changed it. Then they went to 2.0. And that was some kind of different kind of music. But uh, yeah, I like her going with some nice metal music here. Really good shit. Thumbs up. Zoe in control. She hits a nice clothesline on Cora. She hits a really cool-looking springboard flip thingy. I like that. It's a thumbs-up. I don't know what to call it, though. Korra with some ugly stomps missed three in a row by a good foot, man. Like, thank God it was a commercial break, and uh, it was a uh, picture-in-picture, but uh, some of the ugliest stomps I've ever seen. <laughs> Battling uh, Let's Go Zoe, Let's Go Korra Chance uh, Seems like Korra actually... The Korra chants win this one. Um, I'm with the Korra people, man. Uh, I really enjoy Korra Jade now <laughs> since she turned heel. Korra tries to hit Zoe with a stick thing, but she misses and eats a German suplex. Zoe, more nice-looking clotheslines from... Sorry, some more nice-looking no- clotheslines from Zoe. I like her clotheslines. What can I say, man? And she was doing a bunch of them tonight. Korra lands on her neck off the German rough landing. Ouch there. Korra eats a superkick in the face, but she's out of two. Cora hits a hammerlock DDT Zoe out at two. Then she hits a slice bread for another near fall. Very nice stuff there. Roxanne Perez shows up. Per, sorry, Roxanne Perez shows up holding a stick thing that Cora is scared of and Zoe grabs her for that sweet finisher kind of like a go to sleep but she does like a flip into it I really like it uh thumbs up there this is a really good match too but it suffered from a long commercial break and some of the ugliest boots I've ever seen in my life uh but regardless of that I'm still giving it a 7 out of 10 Roxanne after the match tries to attack Cora but she escapes Alright, so the, the battle between Cora and Roxanne are intensifying. Uh, I think Cora Jade's going to uh, be the more popular one out of this. Uh, I don't really care much for about Roxanne. I'm all, I'm all about Cora Jade, man. She rocks. So that was the end of the show. Let's do some low lights here. Uh, the opening match with um, Nikita Lyons was pretty clunky. And uh, Joe Gacy and Camera Grind's storyline is lame to me so far. And the boxing parts of the rounds match were fucking terrible. So, yeah. And uh, those, those stumps from Cora um, uh, were, goodness, goodness, what are you doing, woman? Uh, but the highlights of the show, rounds match overall after the first round, terrible boxing was actually pretty cool. Uh, Roddy versus Apollo was really good. And Cora Jade versus Zoe Starks was probably the best match of the night, I'd say. Uh, show was solid overall setting up some nice matches i'm excited for um excited especially for giovanni versus Melo. that's gonna be fantastic and santos versus tony d and a street fight should be pretty good uh, as long as they beat the fuck out of each other it should be good stuff a couple of good matches thrown in there some good segments overall uh only a couple low lights i enjoyed the show i'm giving it a six and a half out of 10 and yeah pretty decent nxt Oh, buddy, and now we're getting in. Oh, now we're getting in. Here it comes. Dynamite, or they're calling it this week, Quake by the Lake. I like things that rhyme. That's always, that's an extra .3 on the overall score. Uh, they're kicking off this thing right away with Brody King versus Darby Allen in a coffin match. Oh, man, I've been waiting all week for this one, so let's just dive right in. I imagine you guys already watched it, so let me know what you guys think about it. I'm about to tell you what I thought about it, so let's get into it. King looking like an absolute badass when he comes out. Oh, man, he's got the war paint on, and, like, with all of his tattoos, he looks so cool. He looked like a, like, almost like Kratos in uh, God of War. Just so cool. Alan jumps Brody early and attacks him with a skateboard covered in thumbtacks. Holy fucking shit. King is busted open already. He's got thumbtacks in his back. He's got him in his stomach. Holy shit, again. Darby with a huge avalanche code red. The Queens crowd is going frickin' crazy. It is like an ECW show, like old school, or like ECW One Night Stand 2005. Like, this crowd is adult. They are old school fans. They're going absolutely bananas. Brody is straight up pouring blood all over the place, man. It is bad. And he is an animal. He goes nuts. He's throwing Darby around like a toy outside the ring. Darby eating some chops and slammed hard children look horrified in the crowd oh fuck yes wrestling rules y'all like they're showing shots of this kid that's just like oh my god <laughs> he was probably like five years old it was and there's so much blood dude so much blood the brutal beat down on darby continues brody sets up a table on the outside but one ain't enough he grabs another table but he accidentally breaks it whoops throws it away in disgust. That was funny. (laughs) He goes for the big splash on Darby through the table but he crashes and he bleeds. Blood is everywhere on the outside of the ring. It's all over Darby. It's all over the place. It is a bloodbath out there. Darby getting hyped in the ring and the lights go out. Oh no. Who could it be? It's Buddy Matthews and Malachi Black and Julia Hart appears. They all jump. Darby, this is a this is all legal, of course, because there's no rules in a coffin match. Brody, an absolute bloody mess, cannonballs Darby through the table. Buddy goes to the to open the coffin, and inside the coffin, it's Sting. He beats the shit out of Buddy and Brody with the bat. He tosses the bat to Malachi. He's he and uh sting stand his ground uh i read that wrong then he tosses the bat to malachi he and sting sorry sting stands his ground tosses the bat away i don't know what what that's okay so malachi stands his ground he don't need the bat uh Black walks walks away, and Sting speed walks after him. They meet face to face at the top of the stage, just, just staring at each other deeply and lovingly in their eyes, getting real intense. Meanwhile, the fight between Darby and Brody is still ongoing. Darby is slammed on the steel steps. Ouch. King goes for the choke, but Darby fights out by hitting King in the skull with a huge steel chain. Holy shit, this is bananas. Darby chokes out King with his own chain and he passes out and falls right into the coffin and the lid closes perfectly on him behind. Oh my, that was so satisfying. And bro, this is the highest rated rated match I am giving out on this podcast so far. I'm giving this match a 9 out of 10. A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. Wow, what a freaking, what a freaking way to kick off this show. Like, I was... I was so hyped because I was waiting all week for this. Ever since they announced it, like my wife and I were like, "Oh, this is gonna be good," and it delivered, man. This is the highest-rated match on the podcast so far. I will do my best. I'll uh, maybe keep track of some of the highest-rated matches, and then we can uh, maybe do a, a year-end thing, and we can I can rate my. Or rank my top rated matches, and we'll list them out. Something cool like that. Who knows? Um, absolutely fucking brutal match. Uh, a must watch for sure. A must watch. Like, if you didn't dig those highlights, just trust me. This this is a you'll love it. If you especially well, if you don't like blood, then don't watch this because there's a ton of blood. Uh, yeah, that's the only thing. If you don't like blood, I love blood in wrestling matches. So yeah, this uh, definitely got like an extra couple points there for all the all the blood and how. Um, Brody King just looks like an absolute monster again. like he gets cut open virtually instantly like the first smack with the he- with the freaking skateboard like he is just bleeding all over the place it was phenomenal. We got a Moxley promo after that. He's talking about his beautiful title and now, and how he's going to take out Jericho later tonight. Good shit, as always, from Moxley. It's a thumbs up. Chris Jericho answers back with his own promo. Says, Stu Hart was a mean old man, and he's going to stretch the shit out of Moxley. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm Good stuff. Can't wait for this match. Roosh and Andrade versus, versus the Lucha Bros, Ray Phoenix and Penta. El Ciro Miro, there you go, how do you like that, in a tornado tag, oh, finally, oh, my wife and I, we're always begging for some more tornado tags, and we finally get one, and, uh, you're gonna see why I asked for more tornado tags, so let's dig into this one. Uh, first time they have teamed together in over seven years, that's, uh, Roosh and Andrade, uh, they have a long history as a team together in Mexico, so I didn't know that until I heard that, so that's really cool. Uh, brawl out of the gate, Andrade and Roosh with, uh andrade and roosh uh, get ahead with some super kicks phoenix tossed into the corner that looked really nasty just like freaking dove like a lawn dart into the corner penta and roosh meet in the middle of the ring they trade hard shots between each other Rey diving all over the place i cannot keep up with this like if i wrote down everything that was going on i'd be reading this for like 20 extra minutes there's so much insane offense dude it's absolutely incredible Andrade with a mid-air dropkick on Phoenix, we get stereo diving flips over the ropes from Andrade and, and, and Rouche thing of beauty, I'm just, I'm just, oh, oh, just loving it, just injected into my veins every single week, every day, every day, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I eat it up. We get Phoenix with some serious springboarding into a Rana. wow, just mind-blowing lucha's going insane with the offense it's so fast i cannot keep up with all of it stereo super kicks then we get some dual flips over the ropes version uh lucha bros this time double thumbs up there we get frog splash reversed by andrade and then he accidentally wrecks his own partner with a super kick whoopsie daisy penta eats the double knees in the corner wham all men down but only for a moment penta kills andrade with a canadian destroyer on the apron holy shit! huge headbutt to the skull on phoenix my goodness it's just i'm telling you this is ridiculous and this is all happening within like 12 15 minutes andrade and Rouge tie the end of penta's mask to the rope he gets trapped leaving phoenix all alone to get beaten down Penta has his mask removed yet again. This is an ongoing thing between these uh, two groups. And it's tossed out into the crowd. The crowd chants, throw it back, throw it back. And it, I don't think it ever did make it back. Whoever got it is, like, I'm keeping that. That's going into my anus, la- I mean, my my uh, cave. And I'm going to save that for forever. An absolutely Brutal dropkick in the corner to Phoenix, then an arm DDT, and roosh and Andrade win the match. Holy shit, dude. This was insane. So freaking fast. So much nonstop, brutal offense between all four of these guys. They're all getting it in. This is the kind of wrestling that made me fall in love with it. Like, seriously. Like the old Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. The guy that we can't talk about sometimes, but yeah, him. Just Kurt Angle, like, oh man, that that shit was so good. Eat it up all day, lunch, breakfast, dinner, all night, all day. If you haven't treated yourself to some lucha freaking tag team wrestling bro, please watch this. This is getting an eight and a half out of ten. After that, we move into Bucks. They're talking to Haneman in the back. They reminisce about, about the old days when they were all a team and everything was happy and blissful and... Um, I was gonna. What's that song? Uh, sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows, everything, and everything. Anyway, uh, Adam is blushing. That's so freaking cute. They ask Adam if uh, he will be their third member for the trio's tournament, but he wants to be in the corner of the Dark Order. They're also in the tournament, and he wants to support them in the tournament. Aw, that's so sad, but hilariously cute. This, like, weird, awkward like i want to hang out with you but like oh i was like oh i'd like you but like mm, you know it's i don't know it's kind of it's kind of freaking cute uh jungle boy is here gets a really nice pop from the crowd he's joining the crew on commentary to watch his boy luchasaurus so he's in a match luchasaurus versus anthony henry uh he gets dumped On his neck with a German suplex, headbutt, and a slam for the victory. Yes, sir, Luchasaurus demolishes another opponent, and then Christian interrupts the celebration. Of course, talk shit as always. Luchasaurus has had enough. He runs back there and destroys a bunch of security guards, but Christian, ultimately, he gets away. As always, that shit-eating heel he is. Next up we get QT Marshall. Uh, would like pup bow a house Hobbs to join. It's a no from him, dog. He he ain't feeling that at all. Like, screw that. You suck, QT. Lethal Lethal, Sing, and Dutt enter the ring. They are gloating about beating down Wardlow at Battle of the Bells 3. Lethal wants another shot at the title, so Wardlow answers the challenge no problem fella but he wants some of that ass right now so he comes flying down and then FTR arrives and a big pop for the best tag team in the world they got all the gold on them uh the the flow Wardlow uh they follow Wardlow into the ring and lethal and crew back off bunch of check-ins bunch of freaking check-ins they got a six foot four guy and like shouldn't be scared of anything with a man like that in your crew but anyway uh but Uh, But not lethal, he tries to sneak attack, it fails absolutely horribly, and he's destroyed, but nice try, Jay, maybe next time, buddy. Don't go in there three-on-one, like, with Wardlow and, like, what were you thinking? Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, interviewed by Tony matt bernard must have done like eight lines of freaking coke or something he's just bugging out like i don't know i love i just love watching this guy in the back he's ridiculous um he's so fun to watch the others uh say things and anna jay goes full psychopath again and chases after some random person yet again she's just going she's just crazy right now i don't know what's going on with her uh really funny stuff they are definitely entertaining thumbs up Ricky Starks has a match going against Aaron Solo. Uh, These two used to be a tag team uh, partners back in the day, I guess. Again, I'm learning about all these dudes that used to be tag teams. Very cool. Nice springboard DDT by Starks. He goes for the Rochambeau, but no good. He tries a spear once, misses twice. Um, Twice nails it the third time for the victory. It was a very quick match, but it was solid. You know, it was for what it was. I wish if it was longer, it would have been like good. QT sends down members of the factory to attack stocks, but Ricky gets the better of them and escapes through the crowd laughing. Next, we got Gun Club. They're interviewed backstage. Daddy Ass is pissed that his boys lost in the dumpster match, the only match that made him famous, he says. That's good stuff. Half the way shows up, but Daddy Ass scares him off, thankfully, because I don't like him. Dan Housen appears and the guns do not want to be touched by him right now. And, like, he seemed legitimately pissed off. He's like, don't fucking touch me. I was like, whoa, dude. Whoa. Just chill out. Uh, Davari and crew are calling out Orange and the best friends. That should be fun later tonight. Uh, the big scary man uh, who didn't talk with the ball. Um, the big scary man who doesn't talk. Uh, He used to be the bald, scary guy who didn't talk with Joe Gacy on NXT. Now he's here in AEW, and he grew his hair out, and uh, yeah, he looks pretty cool. He's kind of doing, well, he's done more so far, I think, in NXT than he ever, or sorry, in AEW than he ever did in NXT madison rain versus jade cargill up next she is with uh stoke lee hathaway and hogan the baddies uh, for the tnt championship i was not looking forward to this one on paper i knew this one wasn't going to be good but let's see if they prove me wrong madison surprisingly getting the upper hand in the start that was i was like whoa i was honestly expecting a squash match here but uh no madison was in there at the start for a little bit uh, but then Jade blasts her with a spear. She rocks some push-ups in the middle of the ring. That was pretty funny. She is a very confident woman. She's just beating down Rain during the commercial break. Uh, really ugly looking neck breaker thing off the top rope for Madison Rain. That's a thumbs down, just trash. Jade accidentally boots her own patty in the face. Rain tries to roll up, but Jade out at two. Then Cargill hits Jaded for the victory. Uh, Yeah, this match was borderline bad. I'm giving that a thumbs down. Did not enjoy myself on that one. I was correct, so there you go. What do you think? Did you like that? If anyone out there watched that, what did you think of that? Thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs in the middle. We don't, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I should start doing thumbs in the middle. Anyway, after the match, Athena, who is dressed up as one of the baddies, attacks Cardgill. Oh, now that's a match I want to see. That'd be a lot better. Oh yeah, I want to, we haven't seen a whole lot of Athena yet. I want to see more, unless she's like in the dark and uh, the other one. But I haven't seen much of her, as much as I'd want to just yet. But uh, moving into maybe a, a program against uh, Cardgill, that'd be maybe her biggest opponent to date? Question mark. Uh, excuse me. Next we get Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm. Uh, there it is. That's what I was hoping for. Interview, she's getting they're getting interviewed by Tony. Uh, Tony Shivani, not Tony interviewing herself, but uh, Tony Shivani is interviewing Thunderstorm. Tony says her dream is to become a uh, new AE women's uh, Aew women's champion, but Thunder says they will talk about that another time. Ooh, okay, so that match will be coming someday but not today. Next, we get it. Oh, here we go, baby. Lionheart Chris Jericho versus John Moxley for the AEW World Champion. Oh my God, I am absolutely geeking out at this point. Chris Jericho is rocking his old Lionheart Lionheart tights and jacket, so fucking awesome. And coming out to his old music, I'm guessing, cause uh, he did not come out to Judas. I didn't. I couldn't recall what his old music was back then. But he just looks. He looks fantastic. Looks fantastic. Looking Jack, baby. Looking really good. Hair. Is nice. Moxley comes out through the crowd as always, like a total freaking badass. To wow, thing! Big fight feel to this one, y'all. Like, oh, you can just feel it in the air. Competitors looking really intense at each other. Uh, Chris is pissed. Flips off John off the off the kick uh, off to. Chris is pissed. Flips John off to kick things off, and a bird right back to Chris Jericho. That was freaking hilarious. Uh, Moxley slaps Chris, and he looks quite surprised by that, like, taken aback, She's like, oh, oh, my god, flap me right in the face, and then, uh, he gives him a slap right back in the face, I'm gonna flap you, Thilly boy, we got a little flap fight at the beginning, I like that, Jericho showing off the submissions, can't say, uh, I actually have ever seen him pull off these submissions, uh, definitely not in recent memory, so, nice to see those pulling out, uh, pulled out. Nice little chop exchange there. Uh, Jericho rips out the earrings of Moxley. That is absolutely disgusting. Uh, reminds me of a time when I was in grade one. Uh, I knew a kid uh, that was playing like dinosaur toys with, and he had an earring, and there was an exposed little nail, just a little bit, like the top of it wasn't all the way um, hammered in. And yeah, his ear got caught in it, and like half of his ear ripped off, and there was blood everywhere. And yeah, you bleed a lot when you do shit to your ear. So uh, yeah, so I was I've been traumatized at a really early age. Anyway you sick fuck chants from the crowd no doubt that was nasty moxley bleeding a lot from his ear what did i say uh we see a classic flexing pin pin from jericho absolutely love that they get into a slug fest and we see a lion salt from chris but moxley is out at two more unique submissions from chris than an ankle lock from john oh wow didn't Don't think I've never okay. Wow, nice. Chris Snow sells a German suplex, just ah, gets back up. Then he does a beautiful Frankensteiner off the top ropes. Absolutely. Oh, Chris Jericho looking beautiful tonight. Chris locks in the Bret Hart classic, the figure four around the ring post ring post. Very brutal. I, I called that right away. I was like, oh look at that, he's he's gonna do it, and then he put it in. I was like, oh baby. John fights back, locks in a crossface on Chris Jericho, and he is reefing hard on his face. Woof, now that's how you apply a crossface. I'm talking, I'm looking at you, John Cena. That, yours is, that STF is brutal looking, just terrible. Chris reverses out of it and locks in the walls of Jericho. John looked like he passed out, but he battles through it for the entire commercial break. Like he had him locked in there for, must have been 45 seconds to a minute. Uh, he must be dead. Uh, but we come back from the break and he's able to break the hold what a monster chris goes from the springboard drop drop kick but mox throws him to the outside big double sledge off the top onto chris to the outside then just gives him the hands on the ground just bam 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 kind of like a old school stone cold steve austin thing before his knees gave out uh thumbs up there that was nice Mox again goes to the top rope, but he takes a long time. He jumps right into a code breaker. Very nicely done there by Chris. But Mox is out at two yet again. Jericho is starting to get frustrated and exposes one of the turnbuckles. Oh, how's that going to get involved? Sammy throws the bat into the ring he was just there in the crowd and just shows up but he sends it flying it goes bouncing to the outside of the ring Chris has to quickly run out of the ring awkwardly and grab it but he is able to crack Moxley in time before the referee is able to see Moxley still won't stay down and he is out at two yet again Chris is flabbergasted, goes for the walls, but Mox rolls him up another near fall, Mox locks in the choke, Chris pushes Mox into the exposed turnbuckle, there it is, and Chris hits the Judas Effect elbow, oh my goodness, are we gonna have have a new champion, but no, for the first time ever folks, for the first time ever, someone kicks out of the Judas Effect, back out, back out! Chris is beside himself, grabs the belt. Aubrey tries to stop him, but he swings at Mox. Chris misses and goes right into the exposed turnbuckle again. John locks in the choke, and uh, Chris on Chris, but he is able to fight out, and he locks in the lion tamer. Let's go! He's got the knee on the neck. Looks absolutely brutal. Chris is a bloody mess now. He must have got busted open when he smashed into the turnbuckle. Moxley gets out of the Lion Tabor and locks the choke in very tightly. He's got the legs wrapped in. They're locked. It's locked in. He ain't getting out. And Chris has no choice but to tap out. Moxley retains his title wow what a freaking match between these two really enjoyed this match it's getting an eight and a half out of ten after the match the jericho appreciation society runs down and jump moxley then the blackpool fight club come down for for the save and all hell breaks loose by god by god it's a slobber knocker it's a slug fist jericho appreciation society getting the upper hand but then no fucking way it is cm fucking punk holy fucking shit he is back already he was injured just recently i don't know if he's back back already we, we i don't know that information just yet but uh he comes back he goes down to the ring and clears house just a house of fire crowd is going absolutely insane here then punk and mox meet face to face in the ring punk wants his title back mox flips him off and he is out a uh, out a piece soup i am out wow what a freaking show two matches getting an eight and a half and a nine my highest score for a match to date cardgill and rain match was pretty lame but other than that this match was great uh freaking quake by the lake goddamn most def- definitely worth a watch if you're a wrestling fan uh and if you're behind and you need to only watch one show this is the one I'm, I'm telling you eight and a half out of freaking 10 how do you like that Alrighty, now let's move into friday nights and we're kicking off friday with smackdown uh, we're kicking off SmackDown with round one of the women's tag team tournament. We got Raquel Rodriguez and Aliyah. She's going. They're going up against uh, Zaya Lee and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, not gonna lie, a couple random ass teams here, but uh, okay. Shotzi grabs the ropes on a pin, but the ref catches it. Raquel catches Shotzi trying the tornado uh, DDT but Rodriguez just powers her just stops her and then lifts her up slams her Natalia and Sonia show up to watch the match a dive from Aaliyah she gets jumped by Natalia and Sonia on the outside then Shotzi and Zaya chase Natalia and Sonia off they don't want any help from any of that because there there's a chance they could be fighting later in the tournament right uh, really cool looking tag team move by Shotzi and Lee kind of like a Dominator into a DDT I'm giving that a thumbs up really enjoyed that one Raquel gets the hot tag a bull uh, she bulldozes Shotzi she goes freaking flying that had me laughing uh, Raquel throwing Shotzi all over the place goes for the power bomb, but it's reversed by Shotzi Zaya and Shotzi go for a combo move, but a big ol' spear from Shotzi, they fall to the outside, and that gives the opportunity for Raquel to hit the big ol' bomb for the victory. Raquel and Aaliyah move on to round two of the tournament. Very nice. It was a fine match overall. Uh, Zaya and Shotzi did have some alright chemistry as a team, so maybe they should stay as a team, because I enjoyed them. I actually like both of them. Uh, I really like Zaya Aaliyah, and Shotzi is fine. She's just kind of like. I don't know, drifting around right now. So, uh, I don't know. I hope she finds her way now that uh, there's new management. After this, we get a carry and Cross promo. He says uh, he was tossed out of paradise like a broken toy, referring to his. Uh, recent uh firing or uh i don't know release in the wwe he's coming after reigns and drew mcintyre to show everybody who he is and shit uh he's shown staring at drew mcintyre uh this dude needs to get metallica frantic as his theme song that would be money you know what i'm talking about frantic dick 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 jock frantic dick dick you know what i'm saying because this guy's all about you know talk talk click tick tock The clock is ticking what's that nursery rhyme i don't know that shit i had a weird childhood so i didn't get a lot of nursery rhymes you know what i'm saying (laughs) anyway drew mcintyre speaks to the crowd they absolutely adore this man like they're going they're just eating it all up over like rover right now like i said that he's just anything he says doesn't matter he cannot do any wrong right now he's so over uh he rips into carrion cross and roman reigns very entertaining promo he's very good on the mic the last few years that's getting some claps for me scarlet comes out she's real uh she's crosses oracle according to michael cole she's the female that's with her, her na- uh, with him uh she her name is scarlet uh then out of nowhere the usos jump drew they beat him down and give him the 1d damn okay and then jay yells at scarlet tells her to tell his boy this is bloodline territory Oh snap, I'm very excited for Drew versus Roman at Clash at the Castle, man. But uh what's Cross going to do here? He better not fuck it up for Drew. Like I want Drew to go over, man. Intercontinental Championship video package been uh, so amazing champ, uh, been some been so many amazing champs but uh it's not great for a while it hasn't been great for a while now like the last good one i remember is like seth rollins when he went on you know the open challenges all the time that was really good stuff but you know when you do the open challenges every single week you know you can only realistically go on for so long before you walk through the whole division so yeah he didn't get to go for very very long and then the Miz a while back there had a really good run with it i'm not gonna lie like the Miz is annoying at times, but when like right now he's really stepping his game up the last few weeks and that time like I'd say it was like 2 3 years ago maybe, and he had a really good run there with the title and yeah, really enjoyed the Miz as the inter- he's a, he's a great Intercontinental champion. He fits that belt very very well. Uh, Viking Raiders are going up against Kofi Kingston. Kofi jumps the Raiders with a kendo stick and beats the fucking shit out of them before the match. Uh, But they are too much combined and they obliterate Kofi with their big Viking shields multiple times. Like, holy, they hammered him, dude. They absolutely obliterated that, dude. That's getting a thumbs up and I was dying. So was the wifey. Ivar then jumps off the guardrail onto the stage, crushing Kofi. Just splat. He's in rough shape. <laughs> he, that doesn't look good. Um, I'm hoping maybe Big E will be coming back soon. That would be awesome. But uh, if you didn't know, he broke his neck a while back fighting Ridge Holland. Uh, just, a, just a horrible accident. He took a rough fall on the outside. And, yeah, his sadly, his neck has been broken. I uh, don't recall how long ago that was. don't think it was that long. But I'm hoping he comes back soon because uh, uh, Kofi needs some help, man. Sami Zayn is walking around backstage, he knocks on the Bloodlines door, the Usos are extremely pissed off because, uh, but before anything happens, Drew McIntyre flies out of nowhere and beats the shit out of the both of them, getting his revenge back um, and then, out of freaking nowhere, Hit Row is back, what the hell, uh, oh man uh, I wasn't a big fan of these guys the first time they were here. They were okay at first, and then they lost me, and then they got released. But uh, they are desperate for tag teams, so we shall see what happens this time around. Triple H adding um, Triple H adding back a lot of talent that have uh, been released lately. I'm noticing, you know, you got Killian Cross, you got Hit Row, and um, <clears throat> you got EO, Shri- Eo Sky and Dakota. I don't think they ever released Eo, but they did release uh, Dakota and Des- Dexter Loomis all coming back so a lot of his uh, NXT darlings maybe that he had plans for are all coming back so that's really cool uh Todd Dalla slams both the jobbers they are fighting at the time and uh <clears throat> sorry at the same time that was pretty neat pretty good uh, show of strength he got one guy in like a power slam one dude uh, draped over his back and just slams the both of them that was pretty nice uh getting a thumbs up there uh, they do a backplex with a drop kick as their finisher, kind of lame though for the win. Uh, they looked okay. They introduced themselves to the crowd with some uh, some rap, I guess is what the what the kids are calling it. I didn't like it very much. Um, they get a slight reaction from the crowd. People, I don't know how uh, familiar with the with Hit Row people are. I we remembered them, but uh, yeah, we my wife and I were not fans of them. Uh, not, uh, not that into, uh, them so far, but again, really, really need tag teams here. So, uh, we'll, we'll take them, uh, as they come. They should, I think under Triple H, they should be better ronda rousey who is supposed to be suspended is here she has a duffel bag what's that about and she is here to address the crowd she says she knows she's been suspended and find a lot of spondooly man that's a lot of spondooly you don't know what spondooly is that's cash that's that's the green stuff boy uh so she tosses out a ton of cash onto the table that's what was in the duffel bag just tosses it money all over the place i don't know if it was real probably not Uh, The saddest looking security uh, I've ever seen in my life is sent out to stop her. That's hilarious. Ronda destroys the poor security guard. Poor girl. She was so, she was like, just poor girl. Just put her hand out to try and grab her. And you you know, you don't ever uh, put your hand out like that uh, to Ronda Rousey, especially a very angry one. She'll rip that thing apart. Uh, Shayna Baszler comes out, uh, tells her she needs to play by the rules in this place. And then Ronda tells her, you used to be a killer. Ooh. Very interesting. Uh, They used to be real life, like they're real life buddies and they used to hang out and when they were both in the MMA, I wonder when we get to see those two fight. I think that'll be really interesting. I want to see them like, you know, they could definitely got to be able to work like some sort of uh, one of those octagon fights that they had back in the day, like Ken Shamrock versus, I think it was Owen Hart. It was actually really, really cool. So I wouldn't mind seeing them do that. That'd be neat, especially because they're both like professional, like very good, MM like professional MMA fighters. Not kidding. Uh, so next we move into Shayna baszler versus uh oh, sorry not versus not yet we're not not yet not tonight Shayna and liv morgan we get the contract signing a lot of contract signings all over I, I don't know why they make that such a big deal and uh if at least if you're gonna keep doing so many contract signings can we do different styles can you try like a a ufc style where it's like two dudes on opposite ends on their desk with like their crew and then like it gets out of hand a bunch of cameras and like make up make it you know, cooler. I don't know. Um, Shayna says some stuff. It was a little shaky, but okay. She's never been too good on the microphone. Uh, Liv Morgan comes out. She now has words to say herself. She calls Shayna a bootleg Ronda Rousey. That actually popped me. That made me giggle. <laughs> she, then, then she says she ain't going to lose and signs the contract. So little words there. That was good. Shayna, wires her, her wires just cross, and she attacks Liv Morgan's injured arm. Shayna does that nasty-looking arm stomp and, and continues to assault the arm of Liv Morgan. Morgan somehow does a bulldog off the ropes and nails Shana, uh, Shana Baszler through the table. Well, well, well. I enjoyed that out of Liv Morgan tonight. I actually enjoyed that uh, little segment out of her. And that was a well-done bulldog off the, off the rope through the table while she was selling the, the hurt arm. So well done there, Liv. I, I enjoyed that. Good job. Jay Uso yelling uh yelling at poor Sammy backstage. Uh Jimmy Uso kinda looks like he's uh feels bad for poor old Sammy getting yelled at all the time by Jay. I feel bad for Sammy too. Stop. Just let him be cool, man. Like he's so awesome. Stop this. The Usos then call out Drew McIntyre for a tag match, but Drew, Drew McIntyre just runs out, and he wants to fight them both right now, all by himself. Uh, later, Bad Cat Moss runs out in the, into the match, and he joins Drew uh, to be his partner. And Drew is cool with this. He's fine. He's like, whatever, I don't care. Just let me, just, I want to kick some ass right now. Let's go. Uh, Zayn runs down and distracts Drew, so the Usos hit a super kick and a splash, but he kicks out at two madcap takes jay to the outside and jimmy eats a big old claymore drew and drew and um what's his name madcap win not much of a match but but makes drew mcintyre look like a beast that uh that he is and why not strap madcap to him for tonight the crowd's loving him so let's just stick some guy we've been trying to get some momentum behind and you know get some of that drew magic rub- rubbing dust off and off on him Next, we got Dupree, and the models are backstage. Uh, oil is absolutely everywhere. They're just just soaping in it. It's ridiculous. They are challenged by two dudes. I cannot remember the name of uh, the names of. I'm sorry. Uh, one dude. It's the one dude that rips his pants off, and the other cute young man. I don't, I can't remember. I'm sorry. Ricochet is interviewed after that. The fuck is this dude wearing tonight? Uh, he's rocking this massive chain, like this massive chain over a button-up shirt. He looks ridiculous, y'all. Are our, our, our kids wearing stuff like that? It looks ridiculous. Baron attacks him during his interview. Uh, meh, overall, whatever. I don't care. Uh, We move into the main event. Here we go, baby. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Gunter with Ludwig for the Intercontinental Championship. So nice to see this match getting the main event. That's a huge boost. Uh, Really gives this... uh, Really gives that a boost, man. I really enjoyed that. I've been pumped for this match uh, all week, man. I like since it got announced. I was like, oh fuck! Like ever, like all I, I was just hoping that this is going to be a strong style match. So let's find out. Let's see what we got here. Uh, no dancing tonight from Pat McAfee during Shinsuke's entrance. He's even staying focused for this match, so that's pretty funny. Massive boot from Gunter, and he tra- he he gives us our first thunderous chop. Just whack! Absolutely disgusting. Chef's kiss. Mwah. I absolutely love those chops, man. They're probably my favorite. Got to be my favorite in the in the whole in the whole business of wrestling. Uh, the more chops Gunter does, the more the crowd starts to come alive. They started out a little bit quiet, but and within a couple of chops, the crowd was on their feet. Like they were like, "Holy shit, dude!" Like, "Oh yeah, you're getting the real freaking Gunter, the real Walter, man!" In this match. Uh, gunter catches shinsuke right in the face with a boot freaking woof! oh my goodness a very impressive deadlift by gunter into a huge suplex that's getting a thumbs up shinsuke catches gunter right in the freaking chin with this stiff knee absolutely oh my goodness they show the replay slow-mo catches him right on the button i don't know how gunter didn't get like legit he's probably concussed because that was a nasty knee in the face stiff clothesline to shinsuke turns him in side out another thumbs up uh uh huge this is awesome chance from the crowd that's that's awesome (laughs) i'm getting i'm giving that some awesome stuff too walter hits the power bomb on shin for the victory and he retains the intercontinental championship honestly it was a bit of a flat finish there just kind of came out of nowhere just seems like there's like hey, just end it and then just got a power bomb and it ended Uh, if they got maybe a little bit more time on there you would have had yourself an instant classic um But wow, this match on paper looked like a dream match, and it didn't disappoint. Super physical match, like super ridiculously physical. They had handprints on their chest and bruises all over them right after the match. You can already see all the marks. I love to see Shinsuke looking more like Strong Style Shinsuke again, so hell of a match. Uh, Thumbs up, getting a clap, 8 out of 10. Very good stuff here. Uh, This was a uh, pretty solid show overall. Really like how they are building up Drew McIntyre on this show. The crowd is eating out of his out of out of the palm of his hand right now and they just made him look amazing tonight uh i hope they are going to pull the trigger for him at clash of the castle i think that's the best time to do it he's going to be like in his european home crowd there's gonna be forty thousand people there roman's had such an incredibly long reign i think it's time you know i think people i think it's he's run his course and it's time like dude if you don't give drew this this like it's you need to give him this win and i think it's i think it's going to happen man uh, the main event was awesome. The crowd was quiet at first, but after hearing a couple of those thunderous chops from Gunter, they were all in. I'm giving the show overall a 6.5 out of 10. Oh, my goodness. Okay, and the final Friday show of the week is uh, Rampage, and we're kicking it off with Brian Danielson. He's coming out. He's addressing the crowd to kick off the show, getting interviewed by Tony. Questions about his health, but he doesn't care about his health right now. He just wants to wrestle. Uh, Garcia comes out. He's rocking his leather beret, the same kind that Triple H used to wear in DX. It's just pure grease. I, la- I laugh, excuse me, every time that he uh, wears that. Daniel Bryan, or sorry, Brian Danielson lays it down on Garcia. Nice and thick. I enjoyed their exchange. Interesting that, uh, uh, he was considered, actually, by uh, Daniel Bryanson for the Blackpool Combat Club. So, And I think that's cool because he would have been an awesome freaking fit for it. I think that would have been uh, better than, um, what's his name? The other guy that's there. Uh, Yuda, y- Wheeler Yuda. I like Wheeler Yuda. He's fine. I just think that, you know, if Garcia was another option, I would have definitely went with him, man. I like him way more. After that, we move into Sammy Guevara and Tay Melo. Uh, that's what uh, they're calling Ty Conte now. She changed her name. Uh, that's fine already. Uh, I figured she would have been called Ty Guevara now since they just got married, but whatever. I don't write it. Uh, they're going up against Dante Martin and Sky Blue for the A Mixed Tag Team Championship. Very cool. Ty and Sky exchange a couple hard slaps. Very, very nice. Giving that a thumbs up. I like a good flap fight. Dante does a flip over top of Ty Mello, that was freaking sick, thumbs up right there, Dante pulls off a beautiful Canadian Destroyer, hopping off the back of Ty, freaking clapping, that was awesome, just beautifully done, both women attack, they, uh, their men, excuse me, I gotta scratch my nose, I got a little bit of cat hair in my nose, I apologize, not good podcasting, sorry. Let's try that again. Both women attacked the, their men, leaving Ty Mello to hit the Ty KO. This was a pretty solid match. I like that it highlighted both men and women equally, and that they did get some mixed offense in there. I always enjoy that, because uh, the WWE has always shied away from like a man attacking a woman, or a woman attacking a man. They just really don't do that very often. Uh, next, we get Sonny Kiss versus Parker Boudreaux. Uh, a squash match, but Sonny did try to rally a comeback, but n- nope, not going to happen. Boudreaux, finisher, reminds me of the Mark of Excellence. If anyone remembers Mark Jindrak out there, you get a little shout out for yourself. Give yourself a little clap if you know what I'm talking about. Um, just wanted to say that Parker Boudreaux is the, I think I already said this, but uh, he's the. he used to be in uh, NXT, he was the bald guy with Joe Gacy, going by Parker Boudreaux now. Uh, so far, so good for him in AEW, he's, he's fine um could be a monster I don't know he's got a he's big enough to be a monster but I don't know how good of a monster he would be you know what I'm saying next we get the gun club austin and colton gun versus dan housen plus eric redbeard he was rowan in the WWE with the wyatt family for the longest time going by eric redbeard now in AEW he's pretty good ass boys quickly look for advice from daddy gun dan housen with a cool rope submission kind of like the tarantula but different i love that just love that kind of uh unique stuff with the ropes sadly it always gets broken up because it's technically an illegal move but whatever looks so Redbeard squashes the boys on the outside, lol that was funny. (laughs) I didn't mean to read out the lol. (laughs) I don't usually write like whatever, doesn't matter. Hausen and Eric look for the finisher, but Daddy Gunn helps his babies out, and the guns pick up the victory. Solid match. Eric was a house of fire tonight, really impressive looking for a man of his size. Daddy Gunn is pissed off at the crowd and his own boys and walks off. Oh dear. Daddy Gunn's been pissed off lately. He's got a lot to be pissed off about though lee and swerve they're interviewed they are going uh, to put the tag titles up for grabs against private party Ooh, that should be that should be really good last time i saw private party i was really impressed and i kind of forgot about them but i was like oh yeah these guys rule uh next we get ft uh the ftw champ hook is here he's being interviewed by tony will he speak uh i mean sort of he says yup he just says yup that's it uh, the reality, Zach Clayton shows up, he's new, apparently I've never seen him before, uh, and he's a Jersey guy from New Jersey, so take that however you take it, if you like Jersey people, okay, that's fine, I, no difference to me. Anyway, he challenges Hook for a title shot, and Hook, of course, accepts that challenge. Uh, gonna be a fun little uh, title run here with Hook in the FTW Championship, I'm, uh, I'm all in on this. And we move into the finale. We get Mark Henry interviews Best Friends and Orange Cassidy against the, the Trustbusters. That's uh, Devari and uh, uh, Boudreaux and uh, S- Jimmy J. Slim or something like that. Uh, Devari steals Mark Henry's line, and he's straight up devastated by this. It was really funny. Was very cute. Sorry, Mark Henry. Uh, better luck next week, man. Tavari with Boudreaux and Slim J—that's his name. The Trustbusters versus Orange Cassidy with the best friends Trent and Chuck. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Orange's old song—I uh, have to say—was amazing. Uh, I love that song, but I—I I love his new song. It's the—it was the as the opening song in Wet Hot American Summer." That's where I first heard it. Such a freaking banger of a song. I absolutely adore it. My wife doesn't like it, but but I love it. Davari gives Orange one more chance to join the trustbusters. Uh, he just lays on the, he just has to lay down and let him pin him and win the match. Orange obliges with this, but whenever Davari goes for the pin, he just rolls away. It was a really funny spot right there. We get a hug on the outside. You got to give the people's what they want. The Slim J-Dude reminds me of the guy playing Eminem in the Scary Movie 3. He's rocking the White Wife beat and Janko Jean's just fucking making me laugh. This guy looks like a total goofball. Orange and Davari fight over a backslide, and the crowd was great here. They're going, whoa, whoa, so good. I enjoyed that very much. That's a thumbs up and a laugh. Orange hits the Orange Punch for the victory. This was a solid match. Very entertaining, as always, with Orange Cassidy matches. Always going to, he never fails to make me laugh or smile when he's on camera. I absolutely adore Orange Cassidy. Thank you very much. After that, we get Boudreaux and Jay attack Orange and best friends, then Sunny comes out for the save, but out of nowhere, Dick kicks Orange Cassidy. Oh snap, what is this? Sonny is going to be turning heel and joining up with the Trustbusters. Interesting, because Sonny has not been on the main shows very often for quite a long time here. Um, so yeah, an okay show overall. No bangers really on this card uh, from Rampage this week, but uh, no real trash either. Still some solid the matches throughout giving it a 6 out of 10 overall so there you go folks that is all the wrestling that I am reviewing for this week so let's get into everybody's favorite segment we got the 3 stars of the week and this one was a bit easier but we have a full plate here and I gotta give some shout outs first before we get into the meat and potatoes of the 3 stars so a quick shout out to uh, Smackdown Shinsuke versus Gunter for the Intercontinental Championship was an excellent match very hard hitting I, I very much So enjoyed that very good stuff. Those two did not let me down. I was a little bit worried if I don't know Shinsuke was gonna like forget how to strong style because he hasn't done it so much in the WWE. But yeah, no, he pulled it out tonight and uh, on SmackDown it was dope. Uh, another shout out to on raw Bobby versus Champa for the United States championship was a really solid match. I really like that. I love that Champa's getting a shine finally on the main roster. He's so good, so talented, so good match, but he didn't get it done. Didn't quite get the championship, but uh Bobby's a great US champion, so I'm good with it. And then the final shout out for this week is going to raw AJ Styles versus The Miz in the no DQ match. That was a really solid match. Again, like I said, The Miz can go when he wants to go. And you add in a little bit of weapons there. AJ Styles can go with fucking anybody and make everybody look that much better. So that was a really solid match too. Okay, so the first star I'm giving out, the third star goes to, brr, this one's, this one was a, a little bit tough, but if you, if you listen to the podcast, you might be able to figure this one out, do you know? Do you think you know who the third star is? It's, it's, it was a little bit tight between third and second star, but I'm giving the third star to John Moxley versus Chris Jericho for the AEW Championship on Dynamite. Uh, Or Quake at the Lake. Uh, What a freaking match, man. Like I really enjoyed it. I love the Lionheart, Chris Jericho coming out. We haven't seen that in a really, really long time. Love me some uh, Lion Tamer. My wife absolutely adores that move. And uh, yeah, dude, Chris looked great and Moxley was an absolute monster. Such a great match. I love when these two go after it. Uh, They were going after it early on a few years back when the company first started and it's nice to see them. They still have that great chemistry together. And uh, second star is going to brrr, Lucha Bros versus Andrade and Roach in that tornado tag on freaking at quake at the lake. Um, damn, dude, that was freaking awesome. Uh, really hard for me to really justify it with uh, the with the review or the, the the highlights, because this match was so fast, like I was darting my eyes up and down because there was so much action going on nonstop. It was absolutely insane. I think they even had a commercial break and the commercial break stuff was even like pretty decent. If you haven't watched, uh, enjoyed a, a tag team uh, at the highest level that AEW has to offer, you haven't enjoyed some of that yet, this is one of the ones to go check out, dude. It's It just shows you, showcases what AEW brings to the table with their tag team division. It's absolutely... It's what makes AEW that much specialer. Like that much. That's like their secret ingredient. Is their tag team division? It's so fucking good. And with that tornado tag and the and the two lucha teams going at it, I knew it was gonna be money. And I love Andrade. And now, dude, like Roosh is. I he's new to me. I've only been watching him since he got here, in uh, AEW. And oh, dude, I love this. I love the team of Andrade and Roosh. They were a team for a long time in AAA. And uh, yeah, I'm. I there's so many good tag teams in AEW, man, it's ridiculous. It's no contest. Like, they got the best division. And the first star, if you couldn't figure it out, it's Brody King versus Darby Allen in the coffin match. Oh, my goodness. What a way to kick off freaking Dynamite and um, Quake at the Lake. Like, holy jumping. This was a pay-per-view quality show. It got an 8.5 out of 10 overall. So, that is better than most WWE pay-per-views. And that is free TV, my friends. That is on television. TNT. Go check yourself. Go get you some. It's so freaking good. Um... I talked about it you know what happened the fucking it was a bloodbath man it was so bloody like there was i couldn't believe how much blood was coming out of brody king's head man it was just pouring out uh they do blood so good in aew like they just go all in and they always bring it in so freaking early like right instantly it was so amazing what a freaking match brody king is one of my favorite superstars of this year um wow he's just splashed onto the scene for me what an amazing wrestler what a badass he looks so freaking cool in his entrance and darby i mean goodness gracious what can i say about this guy man if you haven't got yourself some darby allen like this dude is the new jeff hardy mixed with um like i don't know man mankind and like a whole bunch of those kind of guys like he is the new that guy he is the new craziest dude if you haven't seen this guy he does insane stuff he's a maniac so uh that is the show for this week everybody i hope you enjoyed yourself this week and wrestling i hope you enjoyed uh, all the shows uh tell me what was your favorite show this week did you check out dynamite what was your favorite match what is your three stars this week let me know i'm very interested to see uh everyone else's opinions so go down in the description Follow this show on Twitter. You can uh, send us messages there. We can chat about stuff on the podcast or what's going on in wrestling. I'd love to do that. That'd be so phenomenal. So go ahead. Uh, don't be scared. Get your feet wet in the Twitter world. It's fine. Uh, I know you, people hear bad things, but, you know, just just check it out. Just hang out with us in our little podcast community of, of, yeah, it would be awesome. And we can talk wrestling, video games, and anything you want, really. If you're having a bad day, we could talk about that, too. It's all good, y'all. But uh, I hope you guys have a good week and enjoy your... F- freaking weekends i am uploading this for you guys to start your saturdays off so um hope you guys aren't working and having to listen to us at work hopefully you get to listen to this like while you're doing some cool shit gaming or something that'd be awesome um so yeah um Dynamite was banging, and uh, thank you everybody for listening. We had a really good week here on at the GX Hockey Plus Cast. Uh, it was a really good week. We had some really good numbers, really encouraging. And uh, I'm just gonna keep producing content for everybody, and uh, I hope everyone's enjoying it. Also, make sure you check out the YouTube channel where we finished the Resident Evil Let's Play. So there's 37 episodes over there, brand new episodes that you can go check out, watch me play Resident Evil and scream like a little girl. And there's a new Let's Play coming this saturday on double upload saturdays on youtube we got a new let's play and you're just gonna have to go over there and check out double upload saturdays on gamer gx videos on youtube and check out the new game that i'm playing coming out on saturday so check it out y'all and i love you have a great weekend